Hello, welcome back to the Pro Pilot Playbook Podcast, where we bring you all the tips, the tricks, the hacks, the shortcuts to get through your flying career and get you to the right seat of one of those airliners in the fastest and cheapest means possible. I'm here with Mike Martin, and I'm I'm Sean Ritchie, and uh, we're going to answer another question today. Yeah. Um, what do you got for us, Sean? These, yeah, some the, of these questions were, are great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, the last few have been really cool. Um, if you have a question for us, you can always submit it. At, uh, you can email us, podcast at propileplaybook.com, and we'll answer it on the air, just like we're doing <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, so this one's from Jeremy, and uh, he's talking about picking a base. And let's see here. Hello again, gentlemen. Uh, will you talk a little bit about commuting versus living at a base and how that works? I live just outside Denver. I have a family. We love our home. So we are not going to be moving. Does that mean I am doomed to commute, commute until I have the seniority to fly out of DIA, which is Denver International Airport? Uh, actually, DIA is kind of a slang word, slang yeah, for the old. It's, or, yeah, it's now uh, DEN. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, it used to be DIA. DIA closed, but everybody still calls it DIA. You know, from was that passenger. Stapleton? Was uh, that Denver Stapleton or something? Is that the new one? It's called Stapleton. That was the old one. The old one. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the old one was yeah. Stapleton. Yeah. yeah. But everybody still calls it DIA. Even the pilots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, our good buddy, Mike, the other Mike, he calls it. Oh, DIA. yeah, that's right. And I questioned him about it one day and he's like, oh, no, everybody calls it DIA. I'm like, but it's D-E-N. <laughs> anyway, I guess I'm not a local, so I'm not hip to yeah. it. Yeah, right. All right. All right. So uh, am I doomed to fly out of DIA? Okay, let's see. Uh, if I choose an airline like Frontier, Southwest, United, am I safer? Thanks in advance, Jeremy. Okay. All right. So. I guess we should give a little background just what he's talking about uh, right being based you know we had an episode Living where you're based right and commuting what that means so at the airlines we have you know we actually just did an episode a couple episodes ago we were talking about spirit and we were talking about allegiant and how they mm -hmm. do the home basing your home every night but right you know not everybody lives where you're based at at an airline some guys commute in so you can travel for free on the airlines and then they have this this every airline does this differently but if you live within an hour or sometimes two hours of a airport that the airline services you're allowed to commute into work right uh, for instance i flew for an airline based in atlanta georgia but I live in Cincinnati, so I would commute from Cincinnati, from Cincinnati down to Atlanta on their airline for free. Yep. Okay. Um, people do this all the time, all over the place. Um, it's it's not that big of a deal. You just got to build it into your to your work schedule. Now, if you're trying to do out and backs, like one day, you know, one day trips, leaving in the morning, coming back that night, and being home. Yeah, it gets a little complicated, but if you're doing going out on a four-day trip, it's not a, that big of a deal. At least I never thought it was. 
Yeah. I mean, the way I hear it from guys that do it, if you, you know, it can add a day maybe on a four day trip, you know, uh, either you got to come in the night before or you can't leave until the next day. Um, and then you'll have to ha you'll have some expense occurred there where you need somewhere to stay when you're there when you land and it's, you know, the middle of the night and you got to spend a night or you come in the night before. So what a lot of guys do is it's what's called a crash pad, but it's basically a house where you rent a room that typically a pilot owns. It's an investor. Sure. Uh, and then you can, yeah, you can rent a room for, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month or something with all your stuff's in there. And that's where you go when you, you know, show up there to, to, to save money. So if you live where you're based, uh, that cuts out all of that, you know, you just show up at Denver international and you go flying. Um, now to, to, for that to occur, you have to be able to, uh, have the seniority to get the base that you want. So typically the nice ones where most people want to live are the higher seniority people. Uh, it just depends on every situation, you know, right. um, at the airline seniority is everything. I mean, it's, right. you can't, you can't underplay the seniority thing at all at the airline. I mean, everything is based on seniority. Right. Uh, what what trips you every month you bid the trips you want or the line. That's where the name right. airline comes from. So you bid your line for the next month. You put in you know three, four, five different selects, and then based on where your seniority falls that month, uh, you know you you get one of your picks or maybe you bid way too out of your league and they just throw you something, you know, that's handled differently. Right. But you know what you're flying every month to when, when you can become a captain to where you live, where you're based is right. all seniority. And it doesn't matter whether you're the most stellar, superb human being employee that company has ever had or whether you're the worst employee short of murdering somebody they've ever seen in the cockpit it doesn't matter if your seniority number is such and such and that such and such seniority number is being upgraded to captain you're gonna get it that's just the way it works there's no right. merit there's no merit based anything at the airlines it's all seniority um i, I think another so thing we should bring up is the reserve thing Sure. So, yeah, they have a reserve line, right? Which is basically on call. And that's typically the new guys. Um, and that's problematic if you don't live where your base is. Because say you're living in Denver, but you're based in LA, uh, they're going to put you on reserve several days in a row. So you're going to have to fly to LA, stay somewhere, and maybe they call you, maybe they don't. Now, some guys that are senior play a game where they uh, like reserve if they're it's where they're based and where they live because they call you in order of seniority. So a lot of guys say you you are based in Denver, you've been there a while, they'll bid reserve because they never get called and then they right. just sit around, they're on call and they're- They know home, there's enough, you know? yeah, there's enough junior guys who are gonna get called before they ever get called, right? Yes. Yeah, there are those games you can play. There's several little games like that you can play, uh, you know, yes. once you get some seniority, uh, especially if you're one of those senior FO guys, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but that would be my only concern that's the right. only little you know thing you got to look out for it, early on before you get the seniority to get off a reserve or you know uh, airlines also have something in between reserve and holding a line where you're kind of the filler guy and they, they have different names for this but basically as these schedules these four-day trips these three-day trips the out and back one-day trips you know, these things all go on the calendar in different city pairs and guys bid on them. Well, there's always these little loose ends 
in these lines where somebody's taking a vacation or somebody's you know has something scheduled off or whatever so they know that hole is coming so there's guys that have a schedule they're not technically reserved sitting at the airport you know ready to go hot reserve or you got to be within two hours of the airport reserve there's different levels of reserve but there's the the fill-in guys where you have a schedule for the month but it's erratic you know one week you're flying two days the next week you're flying four days where typically when you bid a line you fly that same schedule week after week for the month it's it's uh so there's different variants of all that stuff but where i got off on a tangent here as usual but what i was trying to say is in the very beginning before you can hold enough seniority to have a schedule uh that's where your problems i would imagine would come up with you know any type of thing you're thinking with family or something like that uh, right you, you know you're gonna have to be in that city you're based more than likely within two hours of the airport or if you're brand new green right out of training you'll have a scheduled time where you got to be sitting at the airport uh where they need like a hot reserve type thing like you got to be at the aircraft within 30 minutes of getting a call yeah and so i think i think what jeremy needs to do here though is he has to specifically research these things on the specific airlines based in denver sure Um, none of this is a mystery None of this is a mystery. You can find it all out online. So find out what, you know, if it's Frontier, where their senior bases are um, and then where their junior bases are. If Denver's a junior base, then that means you're probably going to get that, you know, right out of the gate. And even though Denver's a beautiful city, they may have a ton of flights there. So that makes it uh, a junior base. Um, So research that and then research their hiring and how quickly you're going to move through the seniority list. Because so even if you're going to be based in L.A. with this particular airline, if they're hiring like mad, uh, it may only be for four months and then you're going to be able to get the base that you want. So you're going to have to do individual research on the individual companies that you're interviewing with and and see what works for you, because that's that's a huge, huge uh, uh, career choice move. And why people select certain airlines like if you live in atlanta you know you might want want to work for american you might want to work for delta but if you live in dallas it's probably better for you to work at american so um you know there's it's it's all factors that play into your decision right that's that and another thing i wanted to mention was you know there's absolutely mike there is absolutely strategy in, in picking yeah picking those those things those airlines that you want to fly for but you have the luxury i mean you're in denver i mean it's not like you're trying to decipher what you're going to do because you live in sioux falls south dakota i mean you are in a great market you're already a winner (laughs) i mean exactly i mean look at look at the uh you know i think alaskan has uh you know guys stationed in denver you know not stationed but a base in denver you got united you got frontier you got i mean you have choices i mean delta may even have a i mean you got you got majors you got majors that have a domicile there and then you also have regionals that are domiciled up there so you're in a great market and uh, corporate flying jobs in denver too oh god yeah i mean it's yeah yeah it's an economic mecca yeah right yeah so i really don't think that um I would get too worried about it. 
I don't know. That's that's just my perception. Like I, I don't. You're gonna you're not gonna have a problem finding an airline to fly for that you know you can be domiciled in Denver. I agree. I agree. What and, a great question, though. Yeah, it is a great question. I would be more focused on just, uh, you know, let's see. Did you mention where you're at with your? And you said hello again. So I'm wondering. Yeah, maybe we answered one of your questions already. Uh, we've been getting a lot of them. I don't recognize your name though. Um, I don't know uh, where you're at in your training, but I would be focused on just getting somewhere as fast as possible. You know, yep. moving up that seniority line. It sounds great. But uh, thank you for the question, Jeremy. And yep. good luck with everything. And uh, if you got any more, write back. Let us know how it yeah, turns out where you end up. And if you have a question you'd like us to answer on the podcast here, you can email us at podcast at propilotplaybook.com and we'll get to it on the air just like we did Jeremy's question. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Thank you. Thank you.